Well, are you ready for some football? <clears throat> That's a good question to ask. And I'm sure it's one a lot of people are going to be asking over the next couple of weeks. Because today here on The Bottom Line, we're going to kick things off. Like that pun? Kick things off. Talking football. Uh, of course, big weekend in the NFL over the weekend. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals did battle with the Kansas City Chiefs in the American Football Conference Championship. And the Philadelphia Eagles did battle with the San Francisco 49ers in the National Football Conference Championship as well. And if you uh, didn't know, just in case you were wondering, the Chiefs prevailed over the Bengals 23-20 to in a kind of a nail-biter. And the Eagles prevailed over the 49ers 31-7 to in a not-nail-biter. It was more of a sore, elbowed, well, it was a walking wounded event for the 49ers, for sure. And their quarterback, Brock Purdy, who was a third stringer at the start of the year, he he has just a wonderful story about how God led him to the point where he is and uh, to get to the NFC Championship game and how excited it is for, exciting it was for him to get there. Of course, they came up short. And then on the AFC side, I, I have got to be honest with you, I... I didn't realize that the Chiefs had been as dominant in the AFC as they have been. I mean, if I would listen to my producer more, I would know this. And and I'm saying this with all love and respect. Tamara and I were talking this morning. We uh, we work in remote locations most days. And and so we get together on Zoom and kind of hang out and talk about things. And at, with the Super Bowl coming up two weeks from yesterday in Arizona, I believe, it'll be the Eagles against the Chiefs. And I was texting our uh, owner, uh, and owner's son, Don Crawford Sr. and Jr. are diehard Eagles fans. Crawford Broadcasting is headquartered in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Enough said. Uh, with the Phillies went to the World Series, we have a great picture. I don't think it will ever see the light of day on social media, but you would love it if you did. Don Crawford Sr., Don Crawford Jr., all smiles, arms draped over each other's shoulders at Game 4 of the World Series. It's just, it's a, it's a great picture. Now, of course, the Phillies didn't win, so... It isn't that great of a picture. I mean, I'd love to say, here they are cheering the Phillies onto the world championship. It didn't work out, but they were still cheering them on. But on the other side of the coin, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs. And I found out something interesting today. My producer and I share a birth heritage. We were both born in Whittier, California. Uh, As a matter of fact, until uh, she moved to a remote location, that's where Tamara and her family were living. And uh, I think we were born in the same hospital too. That's, That's right. Tamara was born in East Whittier Christian or East Whittier Presbyterian Hospital. Um, well, she's half my age, about 32 years ago. And I was born there in 1961. And three months before I was born, Oz Fox of Striper was born at the same hospital. So the three of us have this kind of bond. Not really. I mean, <laughs> I met Oz once at a concert. Other than that, we don't have that big of a bond, but we've got something in common. And I'm not a huge football fan. I used to be. And as I got older, I kind of got over it. The NFL and the NBA don't really have it for me, but I'm kind of being lured back in to the NFL with last year's Super Bowl and the way the playoffs are going. And of course, all the different Christian players who were there. So I'm talking to Tamara this morning. We're going through just our checklist of what's going to happen in the morning. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, I'm so happy the Chiefs won. I mean, that they're my team. I watched the whole game. And I'm like, wait, what? You're from Whittier. What, what do you mean your team is the Chiefs? I mean, I like the Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl back in 1970 or whatever it was. And we all thought the Kansas City huddle was really cool when we were kids. But what do you mean you're a Chiefs fan? And she told me the whole story about how she wasn't really into football, but her friends were, and they all started like she went to a Chargers game one time in San, when they played in San Diego. I'm sorry, Candace and listeners. I'm really sorry. 
I'm sorry I had to bring that up. I should have started out with a warning that I was going to talk about the fact that the LA Chargers that originally were the LA Chargers when the American Football League started, what, in 1960-61, then moved to San Diego like the next year and had been the San Diego Chargers for, I don't know, 700 years. And then they moved to Los Angeles and now they've been up here for a couple of years. And, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I really am. Anyway, Tamara went to a Chargers game when they still played in San Diego and fell in love with that team and then started watching the Chiefs. And she said, you know, the Chiefs are just more fun. I mean, they just, there was something about the look and the team and the offense. And I just, she really liked it. So my producer, Tamara Comito, is a Chiefs fan. That does create a bit of a problem for us here at the Bottom Line Show because, well, I mean, Rockford Broadcasting is headquartered in Philadelphia. And yes, the Eagles are. Crawford Broadcasting's team. So, um, <laughs> what do you think? Should we put up a little gentleman's wager between the ownership of Crawford Broadcasting and my erstwhile producer? And I will take up with her. I'll take the Kansas City side too. What do you think? I mean, it, do you do fun things like that? Drop us a line. You can give us a call, 800-227-5278. We'd love to see what your opinion is of the game. Now, granted, there are lots of players on both sides of the aisle and they are professing their faith in Christ. I mean, great interview at the end of the game yesterday, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, giving glory to God. He said, look, I mean, the minute he was talking to CBS after they won, I guess he had a high ankle sprain. I'm not quite exactly sure what a high ankle sprain is because I thought your ankle's just in one spot. But nonetheless, he has one, and he was giving credit to the uh, the team and the team physician. There's a young lady who developed some kind of treatment for him or something like that, that he, he won. Uh, they wound up winning the game. But first thing he said, right, first words out of his mouth, I want to thank God, man. He healed my body this week to battle through that injury. He gave me the strength to be out here. Um, he did suffer his uh, injury on the 21st of January against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and sprains don't heal easily. Sprains and strains, especially, they they don't just like peel up. Sometimes breaks can heal faster. Um, Patrick Mahomes was questionable for the game. He's got two weeks now to heal up, and hopefully, you know, he'll get healed and he'll do well. Uh, Christian Post ran a nice little. Uh, oh, this is the uh, Julie. Let's see, uh, what's her name? I, it's here. Julie Freimeyer. Thank you very much as the one who came up with the uh, uh, the, the conditioning program for uh, Patrick Mahomes that helped him. And of course, he gives glory to God for healing him. I, I take nothing away from an athlete that gives glory to God. But this is where I will bring up a little analysis, balance, and clarity. Lest we become too Western in our thinking, lest we become too American in our thinking, thinking that God only loves winners. If you have any sort of success in life, any lessons that are probably properly learned, there's a good possibility that if you learn something from a good experience, you'll learn even more from a not so good experience. There's an old uh, yarn about a young man who approaches an old man who is very successful in business. And uh, you probably know how this turns out. The young man approaches the older man and uh, he says, uh, I want to know your secret to success. And the older man says, good decisions. At which point the younger man says, um, okay, well, that sounds pretty you know, basic, but how do you get 
you know, to the point where you're making good decisions. And the older man looks at him and says, experience. At which point then the younger man says, okay, you know, thank you, Captain Obvious. This isn't too hard for me to figure out. Good decisions lead to success. Experience leads to good decisions. So finally, the young man asks him, so what do, I mean, how do you get the experience that you're looking for? And the older man leans into him and whispers very closely and carefully and says, bad decisions. (laughs) I mean, let's face it. We learn more from the gauntlet of failure than we do from the successes. What's the old and other idiom? Even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and again. Even a broken clock tells the right time twice a day. I mean, you, you get the idea that sometimes if we put too much focus on quote unquote success, I won the game. But did you really win the game? Brock Purdy, backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, is also a very strong Christian. His NFL career might be over after what happened to him in the game yesterday. So is he giving glory to God just as easily as Patrick Mahomes is? Well, I've not heard him say so in interviews, but I want to speculate a little bit um, as to what Brock Purdy would say based on what happened in yesterday's game and the medical prognosis that he is facing, knowing that he won't be healed right away. He won't be playing in the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks. As a matter of fact, if he's lucky, he'll be taking snaps just in time for the preseason and possibly opening day. Let's take a look at the other side of the equation. Coming up next as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. We're talking football today here. We're going to be talking movies later on in the program as well. It is Movie Monday, and there are two movies that we'll be discussing today that both have free tickets for you. One of them involves the most streamed television program, the most streamed crowdsourced television program, 450 million episode views. And that's for a show that has three seasons under its belt and 24 episodes. So you can do the math as to how popular it is. Of course, I'm talking about The Chosen. And The Chosen is going to be making its season finale for season three. Remember, they opened season three with uh, airing episodes one and two on the big screen before they released it on The Chosen app. And at $14 million where the tickets were sold through this Fathom Events event. Well, coming up this week, starting on Thursday, The season finale for The Chosen, episodes seven and eight, will also be on the big screen. Thousands of theaters. We have tickets to give away. I'll explain all that. When Lara Silva, who plays Eden, the wife of Peter, Simon Peter, uh, joins me in the second half hour of the program today to talk about the movie, to talk about the phenomenon, and to talk about the one aspect of her character that has created more stir among listeners and viewers than any other aspect of any other character. Did that whet your appetite a little bit? Good. Okay, so Lara Silva joins me in the second half hour of the program today to talk about The Chosen, the series, the season finale for season three, and it's going to be in the big screen and how you can win tickets to go see it, courtesy of our friends at Fathom Events and The Bottom Line. NFL, though, I mean, you could you get a chance to watch uh, the chosen season three finale in theaters, Feb 2, 3, and other days that I'll mention coming up in a few minutes. But on Sunday, February the 12th, it's the next Super Bowl. And I'll be honest with you, when I was a kid, I used to pay attention to the Roman numerals. I don't know what number it is this year, what 55, 61, I don't, whatever it is. 
Anyway, it will not be featuring Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners got taken out by the Philadelphia Eagles 31-7. to And quite frankly, San Francisco was down a couple of quarterbacks already. Purdy is the third stringer, and they have a fourth string guy who also got hurt. Literally, Christian McCaffrey, who is a running back, was a running back at Stanford, it was a midseason acquisition for the Niners. Had he was remember uh, who who did this? Tom Maddy did this in the NFL championship game years back in the '60s. I think it might have been the late '50s. Uh, he had been a quarterback in college. He was a running back for the Colts. Unitas was hurt, and I don't remember who if Earl Morrill was backing him up or not. But Maddy would basically became the play caller, and they did you know the uh, uh, what they call it scorpion or whatever. They snap it directly back to the backfield, kind of like we used to back in the old two hand touch days. And he had all the plays on his wristband and he was going to call them. But basically the Niners were down to like 15 plays after both their quarterbacks went out because no one could throw the ball, which shows you how pass heavy the NFL has become. But I was mentioning Patrick Mahomes earlier and I, I want to spend some time on this because Mahomes is a very strong Christian, gave glory to God after the Chiefs won their game against the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday, 23 to 20. And he had been suffering a high ankle sprain, which is a bear to come uh, through and he was able to gut out the victory for his team. Now, will he be ready at hundred percent to go in two weeks? It remains to be seen, but he said, well, I got to thank God first and foremost, he healed my body. He gave me a chance to play. Brock Purdy, on the other hand, did not get the healing that he was looking for. As a matter of fact, uh, there was a problem with his throwing arm and some folks, he kind of masked it very well because some of the people in the, uh, press boxes all across the country were saying, uh, come on, man, gut it out. It's NFC championship. Uh, it was one guy who's a, he was a WWE wrestler or something like that said, come on, man. I mean, I, I, I fell out of an airplane and still wrestled back in the day. What's wrong with you? Well, what was wrong with him is he tore his UCL. I don't know if you're familiar. That's the tendon that connects like the top of your arm and your elbow. And it was on his throwing arm. This is the kind of thing that sometimes younger Guys, they'll do the UCL surgery. They call it Tommy John surgery. This is not going to be Tommy John surgery per se, but a torn UCL in your right elbow, six months minimum on the shelf after he has the surgery. Okay, so we're in February now, basically. It starts uh, uh, in a couple of days. So six months, that's February, March, April, May, June, July. Now everybody's in training camp, and then maybe he'll be ready to start throwing he might be ready for the start of the season. He might not be. And what a shame, because this is a guy who was the best story of the NFL, as far as I concerned, in 2022. Brock Purdy was the last, he went to Iowa State. This is a guy who hails from Queen Creek, Arizona. And the only reason I even know where that is is because my son used to live near there. Queen Creek, Arizona, the home of Brock Purdy, who got a scholarship to play football at Iowa State, played for the Cyclones, wound up barely getting drafted in the NFL, barely. He was the 262nd draft pick, which means he was the final draft pick. And I don't know who came up with this. I think it might've been a writer at Sports Illustrated. Are you familiar with the term Mr. Irrelevant? <laughs> when Mr. Irrelevant is the title given to the guy who's the last man picked in the NFL draft. And the reason is people would wonder, okay, you got the last pick. What chance does this guy have of making the team, let alone having a career? And throughout history, there have been several Mr. Irrelevants who've actually made their teams and had a career. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant for the 2022 draft, 
and found himself yesterday taking snaps as the starting quarterback for the team that was hoping to win the NFC Championship and go to the Super Bowl, the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the reason I'm doing this rant in Brock's favor is twofold. First of all, it's personal for me. Um, You know Dennis Wilson's been a part of the Bottom Line Show for years and years and years and years. Dennis is a a brother to me. Kathy, his wife, is a sister. Love the family. I love everybody at Wilson Financial. They are friends. Matter of fact, we went and recorded a few new commercials uh, Thursday morning, went to Dennis's house. He's recovering from bronchitis, and we hung out of the house a little bit. Well, talk about family. Dennis and Kathy have eight kids. They have like 18 grandchildren, four or five great-grandchildren. I mean, the, the family is just massive, huge. But one of their granddaughters is a young woman by the name of Brooke Miller who works for Dennis in his office. As a matter of fact, if you call Wilson Financial to make an appointment, Brooke might actually answer the phone. Brooke Miller also went to Iowa State University. She also played a sport. She didn't play football. She played soccer, women's soccer, full-ride scholarship there. She too graduated from Iowa State in 2022. And so when we were talking, Brooke was on the phone with us. We were chit-chatting and she said, oh yeah, I know Brock. We went to school together. We're friends. I mean, I know the guy. His faith is strong, good athlete, popular guy on campus. So I kind of, I mean, as much as I like Patrick Mahomes, I was kind of pulling for Brock Purdy because, you know, a little family connection. Well, but here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes had a high ankle sprain. Wasn't sure if he's going to be able to play for Kansas City in their AFC championship game, and he did, and he gave glory to God for healing him. So if you're Brock Purdy, what are you going to say? Hey, God, thanks for getting me all the way to the NFC Championship game. Oh, and by the way, thanks for tearing my UCL on my throwing arm, and I might be out of the league. But ask yourself this question. You know, I mean, thinking back to Job's wife and the lament that she had. You know, why don't you just curse God and die? And he says, well, we do we not accept a, a blessing and curse from you know, God. Well, I look at Brock Purdy's story and I have to wonder, maybe God has something even bigger in store for him. I mean, he might wind up having another 15 years in the NFL, heals from the arm, glory to God, et cetera, et cetera. But what do we say to a God who allows something like this to to happen and maybe this was his time in the NFL? Maybe God's got something other for him to do. Maybe it is something more important for him to do. Let's take a look at what that looks like on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. One thing is for certain, the reason we are having this conversation about Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy today is because their mothers chose to carry these young men uh, all the way through pregnancy and into childbirth. Right now, we live in a time when a lot of younger women are asking the question, do I want to be pregnant? Do I not want to be pregnant? And oftentimes they're making decisions as to whether or not to continue in the pregnancy simply based on misinformation and lies. Our friends at Preborn are here to dispel all of those rumors, to get the the political rhetoric out of the conversation and start the conversation anew with the young woman saying, here is the heartbeat of your baby that you can hear through an ultrasound, and here's what that little guy or that little girl looks like. Your donation to Preborn right now will save a life. 83% of the women who see an ultrasound and hear the heartbeat in a preborn clinic decide to keep the child or release the child for adoption. That means 83 out of 100 kids live. Your $28 donation right now to preborn will save a life. Your $140 donation will save five. Your $280 donation will save 10. Can we save 50 lives today? 
833-850-BABY is the number to call preborn right now. 833-850-2229. 833-850-BABY or go to kbrightradio.com. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. I want to thank uh, Terry Cross, our uh, uh, producer, uh, board operator in uh, Denver for reminding me during the break, it's the wildcat formation when the quarterback stands in the back and you snap the ball to him. Thanks, Terry. I don't know why he came up with Scorpion. I was thinking of something else. Anyway, maybe that has something to do with Memphis, and we're not talking about that this half hour. Uh, Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers, great, strong man of faith. Mr. Irrelevant makes it all the way to quarterbacking his team. He goes from third string, which basically was a Terry Hanratty, used to back up uh, – uh, Terry Bradshaw and the Steelers back in the seventies. And then you had Joe Gilliam on the, in the third string position. And remember one guy was always starting. One guy was on the clipboard charting plays. And one guy was on the headset talking to the offensive coordinator up in the, uh, uh, in the stands. And so usually first string guy was starting and second string guy was, uh, charting play or on the headset and third string guy was uh, charting plays. And, uh, one day, Bradshaw got hurt and they asked Joe Gilliam or what did that meant to him? And he said, basically, I've been promoted from clipboard to headset. Um, but Brock Purdy got promoted all the way to starting and led the team to the NFC championship game before he tore his UCL, that uh, tendon that kind of holds your elbow together on his throwing arm. Took a lot of grief in the media from people saying, ah, oh, tape it together, you know, bite a bullet, shot of whiskey, you should be out there playing. And Brock Purdy went back in the game and basically handed the ball off. So, I mean, they, they, once the Eagles figured out all San Francisco was going to do was run the ball, they started swarming him. And next thing you know, a 7-7 game becomes a 31-7 Eagles victory. And we're happy here at Crawford Broadcasting because Mr. Crawford and his son, Don Jr., lifelong Eagles fans. My producer, Tamara Comito, is a big Kansas City fan. So we'll, the staff meeting tomorrow ought to be very interesting here at Crawford. Let me just tell you that. But you have two high-profile quarterbacks who are playing for their respective conference championships. One of them gets injured and gets a healing and is able to play and says, glory to God, we won the championship. We're going to the Super Bowl. The other one doesn't get healed. It gets a potentially career-ending injury. And what do you think his response would be? I would hope his response would be this. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to play professional football, to play college football, to get all the way to this point. I want what you want, and I want this to be for your glory. In the same way, DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, is saying right now, man had a heart attack on the field playing the eventual AFC runner-up in a Monday night game. Wasn't able to play the rest. Of, he might not be able to play professional football ever again. And he said, look, glory to God, whatever God wants to do in and through me because of this, the attention that's been brought to my ministry, let's do it. And in DeMar Hamlin's case, just one example of how an injury can sometimes be more beneficial then having your full health, when he, DeMar Hamlin went down in that game, uh, people were looking for places to donate to help out him and his family. And someone found a GoFundMe account that he'd established a couple of years earlier when he was a collegiate at Pitt, where uh, they were he was trying to raise toy money to buy toys for underprivileged kids in his neighborhood. Their original goal that year was 2500 bucks, and they raised that much money. People have been so generous in supporting DeMar Hamlin, that fund has now raised $9 million for kids. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Would they have that kind of money and that kind of outreach? Would he have this kind of platform? Let's be honest, you and me, would we even know who DeMar Hamlin is if he hadn't had that heart attack in the middle of a football game? Would we know about Brock Purdy if it weren't for the injury? Heck, would we know about Brian Piccolo and Gail Sears and all these people? Sometimes you know more about the player or the personality because of the tragedy that they have to overcome. 
And your faith is being refined in the gauntlet, the fire of the challenges. But as we have Robert J. Morgan on with us last week talking about what Romans 8.28 means, God can work all things together for good for you because you're called according to his purpose. If his purpose is to exalt and elevate Patrick Mahomes on the football field, he raises the Lombardi trophy and they win the championship, good for him. But if Brock Purdy's testimony or DeMar Hamlin's testimony is, I got hurt in an NFL game and it cost me my career, but now let me tell you about what it's like to play that level. He's got, they've got people's attention. So, Perhaps we in the body of Christ might have this wrong. Let's find the biggest and brightest and most influential people around because when we do, that's going to bring people to the kingdom. That's what God's looking for, wants the best and the brightest to shine his light so that others will come to faith. Well, maybe, just maybe, God allows the hardship to bring other people. Jesus is a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. He's known by the scars in his physical body. He's known by the sweat that was so intense, it was like drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, agonizing over having to take on the sin of the world because humanly he knew physically he wasn't gonna be able to do that on his own. But because he was fully God and fully man, he could bear the the weight of the world and bear the brunt of your sin and my sin so that we have now forgiveness and everlasting life. That is the good news, and that's the bottom line. It's Movie Monday. We're talking the chosen and free tickets on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. Life insurance will never replace the person you love, but that money can help you get through life when it feels impossible. When your life insurance claim is denied while you're already dealing with so much, you need someone on your side. Stephanie Cover of Coverlaw used to work for the insurance companies. She challenges and understands the way insurance companies think. Hire Stephanie to file a life insurance appeal while everything is still fresh in your mind. Don't let the insurance company get away with greedy behavior while you're in mourning. Stephanie Cover will do everything in her power to get you the financial protection which was promised to you as a beneficiary of the policy. The money from the life insurance proceeds can supplement your income so you can support yourself throughout the process of bereavement. Save Stephanie's number or call her now at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Or you can fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash coverlaw. Stephanie Cover, she knows the other side. Stephanie knows personal injury law. She also knows how insurance companies work. And if you are counting on an insurance company to treat you fairly as a result of a personal injury accident, especially when it comes to life insurance claims, well, you've got another thing coming. That's why you need Stephanie's name and number in your contacts. Stephanie with an F, Cover is in cover, 877-214-4935. Movie Monday today here on The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. It's a privilege to have Lotta Silver with us today here on The Bottom Line to talk about a special event that's happening this Thursday and Friday in theaters. The Chosen is coming back to the big screen. Lotta, welcome to The Bottom Line Show. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited about the finale and that it's being released in theaters. Um, It's actually, we've extended it because our fans have, you know, have been wanting more. And so theaters have actually, uh, more theaters have uh, taken it on. We've got 2000 theaters and uh, we'll be playing it from Thursday through Monday. Through Monday. Okay. So now we kind of get a long weekend here, which is great. And it's funny because I remember reading, hey, this is what's going to happen. They're going to take the last two episodes of season three do what they did with the first two episodes, put them on the big screen. And from what I understand, didn't all the what Fandango and all the other places, Fathom Events, their, their websites crashed because the it demand crashed. was so big? 
Yes, oh our God. fans are incredible. Check yeah. out what we did. Yes, we crashed their sites and they fixed it. And so now you can you can hop back on fathomevents.com and it should work. And uh, you can grab your tickets and don't forget your tissues for sure. Yes, right. I like the that. Get experience your... is going to be amazing on the big screen with what we have. Get your tickets, get your tissues. A uh, lot of, let's talk about the, I mean, the chosen phenomenon as it is. I mean, I realize this is a, kind of a silly question to ask, knowing that 450 million episodes of views have happened of this just in the first three seasons of the series here, too. But when someone asks you, okay, I don't get it, what exactly is the chosen? How do you describe it to them? I describe it as um, the chosen is the first multi-season series about the life of Christ, but it is told in such a unique, beautiful way through the eyes of those that really encountered him and um, have had just, we write in real life experiences and, and real life um, things that, that we go through as human beings and that, you know, it's, we stay true to scripture, but we, you know, the creatives have done such an incredible job with writing in um, filling in the blanks as I feel like as Jesus would mm -hmm. love, you know, loves for us to do is ask those questions and and think about what's between the lines. And, um, and that's what, uh, that's what our writers have been able to do. And it humanizes those, these characters. I think that, you know, we see ourselves in one or more of, of everyone on the show when you're watching it. I think it's incredible what you do, especially in your character in particular. And I'm not saying this to patronize just because we're having this conversation here with a lot of silver. But Silva, you play Eden, though. And this is a character that a lot of people who are studying scripture are saying, OK, I know that we talk about Peter and having a wife and having a mother mother-in-law but scripture doesn't give us a lot of direction with regard to that and so this is kind of fun for you and the writers and dallas jenkins the director to say okay well let's let's create this character let's flesh this out and see just because it isn't included in scripture doesn't mean it wasn't part of the story what's it like for you how do you personally relate to her wow yes it's uh it's been such a gift to be able to um bring myself into the role of eden because um, like I said, it's, that's why I think it's so relatable. I'm able to bring my, my own heart, my, my experiences, my faith, um, into, into bringing Eden to life. And that's, it's been just a gift really. I, I, I'm so blessed to, to get to do what I, what I do and be able to, um, have the freedom in, in bringing myself into the role. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't think I was, you know, I don't know. Uh, God has really honestly helped me through all of that because I, I didn't realize what <laughs> what I was getting. <laughs> yeah, right. You just answered the audition and said, "Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. What's the worst that can happen?" Right. And oh, 450 million episode views later, right. crashing websites at Fathom Events. No big deal. I mean, that happens right. to everybody, right? With all God the projects. Is, man, that's yeah. It's in, it's incredible. Only only God cannot can do that and take I love that bring and just magnify it and take it globally so well you mentioned this is kind of a tearjerker or these I should say these two episodes this the season three finale of the chosen which is going to be in theaters now February 2nd 3rd 4th and 5th wait and 6th if we're going all the way to Monday and of course we have a link for the chosen up at the bottom line show.com you can watch a trailer for season three you we got information on fathom events and uh, they provided us some tickets to give away as well um, yeah, we're super excited. Um, talk about this. You, you mentioned the, the, you know, the, the 
dramatic aspects of it. And this is kind of the season where, you know, the first two seasons, I, I think they said at the beginning of season three, I was got the privilege to do a set visit back in August and hang out with you guys in the new place in Midlothian, which was so cool. I'm sure as an actress, it's probably a lot easier for you and the acting team to be able to say, okay, we're going to do exteriors here, but we're also going to do interiors here, but we don't have to keep bouncing around from place to place. So it made it a little easier for you to concentrate on your character that way. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, it's been nice that we have a home. Um, that you know we've we've built our set. It's beautiful, and it's just so. Uh, it gives you, it makes you feel like you know you're you're in it. Um, not just the costumes and and our um, you know, the writing, but actually physically having that. Um, that's what makes I think you know storytelling so incredible and and TV in general. Um, to really place yourself in the world of and. We're just so grateful for to where we are now and where we came from and like a kind of like a grassroots, you know, we didn't know that at, we only had the first four episodes of season one funded. Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen after. We just knew we believed in the project and um, God took it from, from there. And our fans have been so involved in pouring their love and funds into making it happen. Um, so that's, I mean, incredible. So that's, that's where yeah. we are. I, it is really cool. I, I think of Psalm 119, where I think of, you know, the, the words of the psalmist saying, God, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path, which, you know, as you mentioned, those first four episodes of The Chosen, what all you had the funding for. Now we're talking about season three, episode seven and eight, the fact that you've got a home base that can take you for three or four or five more seasons, depending on what God has in store. Taking those steps of faith initially, I'm sure have been very rewarding for you personally and spiritually. I'm talking with Lana Silva, who plays Eden in The Chosen, the wife of Peter. Uh, we've got a link for her great work and all of the team's work for season three up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's Movie Monday, so we're going to be giving away tickets for this special event that's happening this weekend. Um, this is the season, Lana, where... Not only does Jesus still have lots of followers, but then, of course, he also has lots of enemies that kind of show up, too. And I wonder for you personally, I mean, what's it been like to interact with maybe people who write into you, you know, maybe send you a ping on social media and say, hey, I was wondering about, you know, in episode three, you know, this, that and the other thing. Uh, is there a maybe a fan story that you've had during this past season that's really kind of stood out for you? Absolutely. So many women that have gone through. Um, through miscarriage have reached out to me um, just to thank me for um, the work that I've done, which is so humbling because I was so, um, I was so scared, you know, and I felt like I was unworthy of, of, you know, like getting to, getting to do this. And um, it's been so incredible to see women come together and, and, you know, shedding light on, um, on a, this unique experience that, you know, for women that, that most women ha have and um, how to really be there for each other and listen. And, and it's given women courage to share their stories. And, um, and that's been healing for, mm. for um, you know, for, for families as well. And, and knowing how to, how to, how to talk to each other about, about um, that. And so just to, to be able to, to play that has been, um, incredible. And it's uh, not something you see in a lot of shows, let alone a faith-based show, but it's real life. Mm -hmm. And The Chosen is not afraid to write those things in, um, to stir up questions and to have you then really dig deep and, and lean 
in, in to God and your faith and to grow in those challenging periods of time as well. So that's been incredible to, to be a part of that with them. Yeah. It's, it's it's so humbling. I mean, to to hear have this conversation with you, and then to know that you're having this interaction with the fans, and you got to meet so many of them. Um, obviously, you know, we, we we're talking about this is the season where we had the feeding of the five thousand, and of course, to have all those people. I don't know how many people know that the the five thousand, as it were, who show up were all people who are all uh, chosen supporters, people who you know made their own costumes, came from great distances, you know, to be a part of it. That's such a that's such a wonderful and, and powerful story. As the season three finale of the chosen, a lot of silver comes to theaters on February second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Um, what what's your hope? What, I mean, it, it's one thing to say, isn't it neat to see our stuff on the big screen? I mean, that's got to be a, just a so rewarding and satisfying. But what do you hope people who come to the theaters take away from this? I hope that when they when they finish our season three, um, that oh my goodness, that the struggles that we go through, you know, we may not always have an explanation for the hardships that we face, but that we can grow in our, in our hearts and and that spiritual maturity that God provides, you know, that he is still trustworthy, that even in our doubt and fears, he's there with us and that we really just have to seek him. He's not always going to come to us. And, um, you know, we may not have the resolution that we, you know, we, we feel that we need, um, but that it's always for our, for our good and that, um, Mm -hmm. God will, he will provide, what we need. Um, and that's whether that's rest or, you know, a a miracle for yourself or for someone else and just glorifying God. Um, that's our focus, I think as Christians as well in no matter what we're facing or, or what we see, or, um, that we can really just praise God through all of that. Um, and that I think great, you know, grateful people are just happier people Mm -hmm. as well. And so be grateful in all of all of that. Um, I hope that, you know, we can all come together and relate to each other and realize that we are so much more alike than different. Um, yeah, I just, I can't wait for, for all of that to, to come to its finale and uh, we still have more seasons to come. So, you know, we may not, uh, We've got to tell the story uh, slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let it unfold and uh, and let God do what He's going to do with this uh, uh, this beautiful telling of the gospel story, focusing on the harmony parts of the gospels where there is you know that unity as opposed to you know the, the some of the confusion. I think that that's clarifying and encouraging for some people and for other people. It's like, hey, how come it says this and this one and that and that one? It's like we're not focusing on that part of the story so much as you know where there is the 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 agreement and i think that that's uh, probably one of the most clarifying things of all about this uh lotta silva plays eden in the chosen uh, the chosen is coming to theaters every two and three and now four five and six uh fathom events the website is up at the bottom line show.com nearly two thousand theaters across the u.s and canada and the english-speaking parts of the world and then of course we're going to get some international action and and it's also going to be available after the theatrical where else can people We'll see you, can, you guys can see it on the chosen app. Um, if you download it just right onto your TV or onto your mobile device, you can stream it um, all there. There's behind the scenes footage as well. Some table talks where you can get to know um, the actors a little bit more and um, behind the scenes things. And it's uh, yeah, it's all there for you for free. So 
Yeah, share it and download it. Binge Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Come and see and binge Jesus. Lana Silva plays Eden in The Chosen. Thank you so much for your time. God bless you on this very special uh, time for you as a uh, personally, but also for the team collectively. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And how exciting is that? I mean, this this is a uh, kind of a, a preview that you're getting that a lot of other radio people and uh, television folks who are watching us on myhopenow.com aren't getting, and that is The Chosen. Well, I'll explain why on the other side of this break, why they have so many releases of The Chosen Season 3 finale. But in honor of it being the season finale of Season 3, we have three pair of tickets to give away for the Fathom Events events. Now, these screenings, are they're, they're starting earlier. Um, 800-227-5278. Um, originally, the plan was they were going to come out on Thursday, uh, February the 2nd, and Friday, February 3rd, and do a 3 p.m. screening, local time, so wherever you are, whether you're, uh, you're uh, West Coast time or or Mountain time, it'd be 3 o'clock local, and then another one at 7 p.m. Since then, they've added Saturday the 4th, Sunday the 5th, Monday the 6th as well. I believe they're doing the two screenings per day but they're on over 2,000 screens. So the chance that you will find a place to use the pair of tickets that you're going to win is very, very good. And if you don't win the tickets, go see the movie anyway. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. The number to get you through to the bottom line for tickets to see The Chosen, the season three finale. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Get your money out of a traditional 401k or IRA now. What we have is we have a problem in the sense that, and I've got a big pot of money. No one's advising me on what to do with this big pot of money. And so I'm just kind of putting it all over the place. People in the early 50s and early 60s, when they went to work, they had pension plans. Hey, they knew when they retired, they're going to have a pension plan. Well, it is a real challenge when you think about the fact that here I am, now I'm retired and you're now responsible for everything to do with your retirement, everything to do with the growth, everything to do with what you're going to do. And so this kind of gives you a feeling of relief to know that, hey, that, that I'm not the only one out here suffering. When you see the, the severity of what the 401k has limited you to, and you realize that it really isn't what it was cracked up to be, this kind of takes them down the road and shows them how easily that can be solved. Call 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970, Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. My thanks, my thanks again to Lada Silva, the uh, woman who plays Eden, the wife of Peter in The Chosen, for joining me for the uh, first part of this half-hour segment today here on The Bottom Line. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 is the number to get you through to The Bottom Line, as we mentioned in, earlier in our conversation, season three of The Chosen comes to a conclusion beginning this Thursday. Episodes seven and eight of these are uh, every season of The Chosen has eight episodes in it. The uh, episodes seven and eight will be shown on the big screen, just like the premiere episodes one and two were shown. Now, eventually, if you've got The Chosen app for your TV or your mobile device, you will eventually be able to stream these and the cost has been you know mitigated. But there's something about seeing this in the theaters on the big screen. And that's why our friends at Fathom Events have provided three pair of tickets for us uh, here at the bottom line to give away. And we're giving away right now, 800-227-5278. It is Movie Monday, and boy, this is going to be a great movie this weekend. 
The Chosen, episode seven and eight of season three, uh, the season finale, not the series finale, but the season finale will be on the big screen first on over 2,000 theaters nationwide. 800-227-5278, is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Um, the tickets are good for screenings either on Thursday, Feb 2, Friday, Feb 3, Saturday, Feb 4, Sunday, Feb 5, or Monday, Feb 6. Hey, you might want to see it early and then go back and buy tickets on that uh, Sunday the 5th when there's no football. Well, I think they play the Pro Bowl, but like I said, there's no football because no one's watching the Pro Bowl because the, even the players don't care about the Pro Bowl. The reason for the increased number of showings is really pretty awesome. You know, for I've had the privilege, this is my 40th year in the broadcast world and 38 of those years, I've had a connection to Christian media and I'm very, very fortunate um, to be able to do so. Back in the day, as they used to say, if a Christian movie were made, it would usually get released straight to video. Someone would show it to you at your church or maybe your youth group. And we could only imagine how wonderful it would be for a Christian faith-based film to have the kind of impact in the culture that the faith-based film industries are having right now. I mean, hot on the heels of this movie, which is The Chosen season three, episode seven and eight, releasing in theaters, is gonna come Jesus Revolution. And Jesus Revolution is the story of Pastor Chuck Smith, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa. Kelsey Grammer plays Papa Chuck and does a great job. And then Lonnie Frisbee, that character, pivotal in the formation of Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa. Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus in The Chosen, plays Lonnie. So it that is, February is going to be a great month for faith-based films in the theater. But the reason that The Chosen had to expand their release was literally by popular demand. Remember how the old Gary Owens announcers used to cup their hand over the ear and say, and now by popular demand. Well, that's what happened. It was announced a week or so ago that The Chosen would be bringing the season finale of season three to theaters. And when the announcement was made, there was such a rush for tickets. They said, hey, here's the deal. We're going to do two days only, Thursday, Feb 2, Friday, Feb 3. We're going to do two performances each day, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. local time, whatever time zone you're in. That's when the theaters who are going to show The Chosen are going to actually do the screenings. The demand was so intense that the Fathom Events website literally crashed. The ticket buying services, if you were buying them through Fandango or one of those other ones, crashed. They crashed the servers because there was so much demand because so many people want to see this. $14 million worth of tickets sold to the season three premiere back in November. That's huge. I know Dallas Jenkins was a little frustrated, had a $10 million opening weekend. He's like, yeah, this is great. And they finished up the next weekend with another 4 million. He goes, boy, that was pretty disappointing. I, I can't say I'm angry with $14 million in ticket sales. Will the chosen kind of kick things off here and you know for february you're going to have jesus revolution after that and then we're going to get into the lenten season it's going to be great we could only imagine 10 years ago 15 years ago a faith-based film project crashing a website because the demand for tickets was so great lord please use the chosen when it's in theaters we know that there are people who are arguing over theology and want to make sure they get the story straight and concerned about this and that and the other thing and i get it but if people are flocking to theaters to see 
these two episodes that will portray portions of the gospel story being played out and will drive them into further Bible study, maybe reawaken a faith that was planted, a seed that was sown when they were children. Please use this for your glory, Father. We ask all these things in Jesus' precious and powerful name. Amen. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line, three pair of tickets up for grabs to see the season three finale of The Chosen in theaters starting this Thursday, playing for one weekend only. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. If you're listening on Bright, you heard uh, Jerry Jenkins. Uh, talking about, well, I love the fact that Jerry B. Jenkins is the author of the Left Behind series. And now he says, but I'm known as Dallas Jenkins' dad because of Chosen. The Chosen, of course, is going to be in theaters this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, Feb 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, where they're going to display for you and present the seven episodes 7 and 8, the final two episodes of season 3. And of course, you have to buy your movie tickets. You can do so through Fathom Events. We've got fathomevents.com up at the bottom line, show.com. We've got the link for The Chosen if you want to watch the trailer. And we've got three pair of tickets in honor of the third season of uh, The Chosen uh, season finale to give away right now. And Crystal's taking your calls at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. I remember having a conversation with George Barna about Christian media. And George, of course, and I have uh, become good friends over the my tenure here at the Bottom Line Show, but I actually got to meet him when he did work with another ministry that I was working with back a, a couple of decades ago. And I remember telling him about, I showed him a picture that I had of me with Alex and Stephen Kendrick, you know, the Kendrick brothers, uh, Courageous, Fireproof, and uh, the, uh, the latest work, Life, Mark, and um, I said, you know, I met these guys on the set of, well, actually, they just come out with Facing the Giants, and then they did Courageous, and then, um, or did, did, did Fireproof, and then I got to go to visit the set of Courageous. And he said, you know, when they were, they were aspiring filmmakers, and they reached out to him. And they said, we want to reach people for the kingdom, first and foremost. How do you recommend we do it? What does your, your statistical analysis indicate? And he said, first and foremost, if you want to reach people for the kingdom with media, it has to be filmed. That's where people are. And I remember the quote from Steven Spielberg years ago saying that when Schindler's List came out into theaters, there were 6 million tickets sold. But when Schindler's List aired on one of the national networks many years later, 60 million people saw it. But there's something about seeing the story on the big screen, seeing whether it's Avatar or uh, Wakanda or or Saving Private Ryan, or take your pick, what your favorite movie is. I'm talking about a couple of the new ones that are getting billions of dollars in ticket sales. It's so nice to see God anoint the projects that he has, a couple every year that have just been really stellar. And to know that Dallas Jenkins, six years ago, was humiliated in this industry. I talked to, I first met him six years ago. He had made a movie called The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. I got a screener of it. It was kind of quirky. I liked it. The industry buzz leading up to the release of the movie was he's going to be the next Kendrick Brothers guy. And there were offers waiting for him once they had the opening weekend. Well, in the viral world, opening weekend comes along and everybody goes on social media and talks about how they want to do it. Gavin Stone opened on a Friday night in March, I believe. And basically within hours, his career was over. But then you know the story. 
that fall, he felt led to do kind of a 20-minute short film about the storytelling of the birth of Christ from the perspective of the angels. And that project wound up becoming what we now call The Chosen. So it's amazing how to, taking a look to kind of cap off the whole hour here, whether you're Patrick Mahomes with a high ankle sprain and you give glory to God saying, thank you for healing me so I could get to the Super Bowl, or you're Brock Purdy and you tear your UCL, you're going to have six months recovery after you have surgery and your team got shellacked in the NFC Championship game, you can still give glory to God. If you were Dallas Jenkins and you release the resurrection of Gavin Stone, you could say glory to God, or you release the chosen and say glory to God. It's not the prize you get at the end. It's who's giving it to you. Romans 8, 28, I can do all things through him who strengthens. Or, uh, God works all things together for good. I got ahead with my Philippians reference I'm about to go to. Romans 8, 28, God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, Philippians 4, 13. And that's why I love what Lada Silva said, and I'll wrap up this half hour with this. She said, I hope that when people come to see the chosen, that the joy is unleashed. I think of Paul's words in Philippians 4.4. 4. In the middle of a skirmish between a couple of women in the church at Philippi, Paul says this, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Win, lose, or draw in this life, it doesn't matter. It's what does God want us to learn and carry forward and to glorify him in the days ahead. That's the good news of the gospel, and that's the bottom line. For our KCBC audience, enjoy the rest of your day. Rabbi Schneider coming up next. For those who remain on the network, another Movie Monday special. Remember the Baby Boomer Dilemma, the movie that Dennis Wilson had a free screening of a couple of weekends ago? It was so successful. They're doing it again, and we've got more free tickets. I'll tell you about that coming up next as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. 800-227-5278. And to get you through to the bottom line. We are wrapping up our giveaway. It's Movie Monday here on the program. Wrapping up our giveaway of those three free pair of tickets to see The Chosen in theaters. It's coming up this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, Feb 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. It's in over 2,000 theaters nationwide. There's a very good possibility that where you live is close to one of the screenings. I encourage you to go opening night, um, but if you can't make it until the weekend, go on the weekend. Go Sunday after church if you want to, or make it a Saturday or Friday night date night. Go on Monday night if you want, but check out the uh, the info that we have about The Chosen up at thebottomlineshow.com, and my thanks again to Lara Silva, who plays Eden, the wife of Simon Peter, uh, for joining me for a special conversation earlier in the broadcast, and you can see the video eventually. It takes a while. The carrier pigeons that get the video up to myhopenow.com sometimes don't get fed. And so as a result, <laughs> the video might not be up there today, but it will be up there very, very soon. You know, it's interesting when you think about what's happening in the, in the world around us right now. Um, the storm track that we've been seeing here on the West Coast and all the perilous rain. I've had more people reaching out to me from all across the country asking if we're okay here in Southern California because of the rain. And yeah, we got hit with a lot earlier in the month. And I know that we were on storm watch all this past weekend, but didn't see all that much rain, some cooler temperatures. But I just noticed an interesting phenomenon that I, I thought I would share with you. Um, I was trying to get an accurate total for how much rain has fallen in the People's Republic of California since the massive storms and the atmospheric weather things and you know, bomb cyclones and 
all the other stuff that has been creating um, a lot of rain. Uh, Santa Barbara has more than 20 inches above normal and San Francisco, 13 inches. But, you know, it's interesting because when you go online and you look at the online world, just take a look at the date stamp of when the articles were posted. I'm looking at the most recent coverage of the California storms I could find. Now, today's January 30th, right? This is from the New York Times, California storm tracker, latest precipitation maps, and the dateline is January 16th, 2023. Others, up to the minute, quote unquote, January 11th, January 10th, January 9th. You'll be hard pressed to find anyone writing and publishing on the weather other than in local newspapers all throughout San Diego, Southern California saying, hey, watch out, there's danger, 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 danger. I offer this to you not to say there's anything wrong with these people for reporting the way they are, but they're just not giving you a very accurate story. It's amazing how the media has kind of let this story kind of go on fumes. If it were in fact such a big deal nationwide, they'd be reporting on it every day. They're not. Now, California has a problem with rain, has a problem with drought, but also has a problem with storage. And these are all problems that we can solve if the people on Sacramento will get off their hands and do something about it. Just a, a simple reminder that when you're doing analysis, balance, and clarity of the stories of the day, take a look at when these stories are being written. There definitely is a narrative. And I say this to you as one who says, I want my narrative to be, to be, I want to follow the Lord. I want to follow scripture. I want to follow what is true and right and pure and lovely and noble and all that stuff. And I know sometimes there are people who would disagree with me. I get an email saying, hey, you say you're this way, but what about that? And what about that? Well, trust me, part of doing analysis, balance, and clarity means I have done the analysis. I'm not unfamiliar with what you're saying. You just don't, I don't agree with it. It doesn't seem true to me. And in many cases, you'll find it like the couple we talked about not too long ago from South Carolina. Christian couple, always voted Republican until the last election. Ever since Roe versus Wade was overturned, they're pro-abortion. And the reason they're pro-abortion is they had a daughter who was born with a malformed heart or was going to be born with a malformed heart. She had uh, uh, left heart chamber syndrome, whatever it is. And her life was going to be a challenge. And mom and dad were told, if you don't want your daughter to suffer, you should have an abortion. There's one piece of the puzzle missing. And that is that the idea that the baby somehow would not suffer having to go through the abortion. This is a kid in the second trimester. And so they tell their story about how arduous it was to have to be turned down at hospitals and have to go other places and spend all this money. And then, then the abortion, which took three days, Remember how simple and safe and easy it is? And then they came back home and they felt they were ostracized by the church and whatever. And the saddest thing about this story is for, for me is to see these people who were so horribly misinformed thinking, hey, you know what? We went ahead and aborted our child because we wanted to spare our daughter the pain of the life she was going to have, not realizing that they put her through the absolute agony of feeling every bit of having her body, basically her life ended. I, I say this just as a reminder that whether it's, you know, checking out the date stamps on rain stories or whatever, the media will tell you the stories they want to tell you. But the truth when it comes especially to the sanctity of human life is this. 
the preborn child in the womb is a real person with feelings and thoughts and their mind is developing, their skeletal system is de developing, muscular system is developing and growing. You can see that from the first ultrasounds that you see in our friends at Preborn make that possible. I can't stress enough how important it is for us as bottom line listeners to support Preborn. 800, or excuse me, 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com, rogermarsh.com, click on the Preborn banner, make your best donation today. I know there's a bottom line listener today who has a $5,000 donation you want to make to Preborn. Now's the time to do that. If we get three $5,000 donations, that will provide one more ultrasound machine. Are you ready? Are you willing? Are you able? 833-850-BABY is the number to call or go to kbrightradio.com or rogermarsh.com and you can make that uh, uh, make that happen, make that a reality. Let's take a quick break and as we continue, you know someone who's a huge supporter of Preborn is Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services. Dennis has put up a couple of matching gifts that have helped create two opportunities for getting a ultrasound machine into a preborn clinic. Dennis put up a gift by himself back in October, a 50% match, and we got an ultrasound machine in. And then he and one of his friends put up another half match, and we got that one together in just a matter of days. He's a passionate supporter of the sanctity of human life. He's also one who wants to tell the truth about things in the media that we don't always see happen in the media. And recently, Dennis and I had a chance to talk about this baby boomer dilemma about 401ks and IRAs and a great new movie opportunity. If you didn't get a chance to see this back on January 21st at the Gem Theater in Garden Grove, guess what? The baby boomer dilemma is back and it's coming to the Gem once again on February 25th by popular demand. If you want tickets, we've got some free ones right now. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Dennis Wilson joins me next as the bottom line continues. You know, I love the fact that when you put your money where your mouth is, you know, it's a way of showing people a tangible expression of what God has done for you in your life. And Dennis Wilson and I have the same commitment to whether it's spending your money wisely, making the right investments, or when it comes to standing up for those who are less fortunate and don't have the opportunity to defend themselves. I'm talking about any baby who's been conceived, especially here in the People's Republic of California, where abortion is now legal all the way up through childbirth. And in some cases, a child is considered to be, quote unquote, aborted even after the child survives an abortion. But your tax deductible donation to preborn right now gives moms the opportunity that they need to get the education and the information about what's happening in the womb when they conceive a child. And the spirit of the Lord is all over these clinics. In addition to saving thousands of babies every year, there were 10,000 women who came to faith in Christ because of the ministry of preborn. And your donation, tax deductible, makes it happen. A $28 gift will save one baby. A $280 donation saves 10. $2,800 saves 100. Can we save 50 babies between now and the end of the program? 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229 or click on the preborn banner when you go to kbrightradio.com today. Joined in studio here, our special on location studio today here on the bottom line with Dennis Wilson of Wilson Financial Services at 800-696-9970 or go to wilson-financial.com. Dennis Wilson, welcome back to the bottom hey, line show. It's always fun to be here, Raj. You know, we had a great time uh, not too long ago at a movie screening and I want you to talk a little bit about that before we go on because the baby boomer dilemma the movie was fun at the gym with the popcorn and the soda and everything like that tough topic to talk about but a lot of bottom line listeners showed up it yeah and it was a lot of fun because 
they, they, they got to see for the first time really a dilemma that they're in. They actually know they're in it because they are getting ready to retire, mm-hmm. but they don't know the parameters. They don't know how deep it is, how wide it is, how much it affects them. And so this movie just kind of puts it in perspective and lays it all out there, to, you know, because it's a challenge. I mean, how are you going to have income for the rest of your life? Right. What do I do about inflation? What do I do about long-term care? It, it, are, are these challenges that I'm going to, well, sure they are, but mm-hmm. you know, it kind of, it, it was fun because um, like, like your sister Linda said, well, I'm really not sure I understand everything, but I'm really glad you're handling it. Yes. (laughs) Well, and therein lies the rub. I mean, I think the idea when we encourage our listeners to contact Dennis Wilson is there are so many different things happening in the retirement world, so many things in the investment world right now that we don't know about. There's a lot of moving targets. And by the way, if you didn't get a chance to see The Baby Boomer Dilemma, we do have another screening of The Baby Boomer Dilemma coming up February 25th. Same place, Gem Theater, 11.30 a.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. Same cost, free popcorn, free soda. (laughs) The same cost, meaning it's free. And there are no actual physical tickets. All you have to do is contact Wilson Financial, 800-696-9970. Let Emily know that you want to be on the list, and you will get on the list. And, of course, you can contact us here at the Bottom Line Show at 800-227-5278. But get in on this now. Don't, Don't wait until this sneaks up on you. February 25th will be here before we know it. Um, speaking of sneaking up on us, what's happening in the cult- tax days coming up, and a lot of people are sweating that out right now and realizing, hey, when it comes to investments and things of that nature, I need to pay as little in taxes as I possibly can. I need to maximize my investments. And Dennis, I know you have a 6% account that is ironclad, rock solid, inflation-proof, recession-proof. Talk about the. I mean, <laughs> well, it, 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 it's just, you know, you, what you it is so plain vanilla, that's why you like it so yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is, it is. You, you put in um, money into the account, minimum fifty thousand. So, but let's just do a hundred thousand. You make six percent on that, guaranteed for three years. That's five hundred dollars a month, month in, month out, paid like clockwork. At the end of three years, you decide, hey, do I want to reinvest, or do I want to take my money and go elsewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, is it a? It, it's a great solution for for the kind of uh, economy that you're going to have under Biden, because man, the, who knows what's going to come up next with that right, guy? He, right. it's, it's. You talk about a. Man alive, I, I, I guess that I kind of chuckle because the the Democrats are getting what they what they wanted, and so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, the- well, they certainly are, and you know it's interesting because I think a lot of the people in the financial world know this is happening because I've seen a lot of ads recently, Dennis, and I'm, I'm sure you have too, for banks and credit unions and things like that, saying, "Hey, we can give you two percent, we can give you three percent, we can give you four percent," and you read the fine print and say, "Wait a minute, okay, Dennis's six percent account." pays me a guaranteed 6% return on my money for three years, no questions asked, I get a check every month. These other accounts are four-month, five-month, and that's an APR for annual, which means you don't get 4% for the whole year. You get it for a couple of months. I mean, it's important that our listeners know that there's a lot of scamming going on out there, and you're going to get the straight deal with Wilson Financial. Well, and, and, you know, you you're right. I, I guess I'm so used to it. I don't even think of it as scamming inform- anymore. It's just giving them a lack of information. Right. And uh, so, but the, you know, the uh, the fact is, is that that interest rates are not going to stay where they are. Right. right. We 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 we've got inflation, and I mean, we've got and we have a recession. Uh, if the interest rates stay where they are, and the Fed keeps raising them, then we can just plan on a full depression. They're mm-hmm. not going to do that. They're going to at the begin sometime this year they're going to start leveling them off, and then sometime at the end of the year they're going to start going step 
back down because mm-hmm. they, they just can't they can't sustain the kind of interest rates that are out there. Right. So um, it's it's a it's a it's a fun time to be in the business and it's a challenging time because there's always a challenge going on. But the main challenge that we like to help people face is taxation. Yes, because taxation is a thirty to forty percent a year savings. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can help people avoid that, just how much more money they're going to have to spend at retirement. Right. Now, let's talk about that for just a moment, because I know there are a lot of people who think in terms of the money, a lot of people mistakenly think, oh, I'm going to get Social Security. I don't have to pay tax on that. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, I got a pension and the pension's coming in and that's not going to be that much in taxes. And then you realize, hey, you see, Dennis, you see this all the time where there are people who wind up making more in their retirement years than making less. And yet they were told. 401k is going to be your friend. IRA is going to be your friend. Social Security is going to be your friend. If you're not intentional with that kind of money and talking to a guy like Dennis Wilson, you're going to be looking at a world of hurt come tax time for your retirement years. You'd be amazed at how many people call and say, do I really have to take this RMD? Mm-hmm. And a RMD minimum. buys a required minimum distribution from an IRA. I say, yeah, you have to do it. I don't need it. Well, and sometimes we direct it to charity, which is really a good thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just take it and spend it. But the, the point is, is that, that, that what you just said is true. People reach retirement. They're, they're making a lot of money. And they're worried about taxes. And they should be because if you look at what's going to go on, taxes are going to go up. If yeah. you don't believe me, just look at what Gruesome Newsom is doing to California. Mm-hmm. This guy, he'd, he'd, rather, he'd rather have you just hear... Rather than pay 10%, just pay us 25%. We'll take care of everything, including your firstborn child. Here's the thing. We're speaking truth to power. This is what's really happening in the culture. Yes. Talking with Dennis Wilson today here on The Bottom Line, 800-696-9970. We're talking about your finances. We're talking about how to get a guaranteed 6% return through one of Dennis's 6% accounts that are real estate backed. It's a guaranteed take it to the bank. If you put $100,000 in this investment, for example, you're going to get $500 a month for three years. No questions asked. And you can count, especially in the retirement years, it's important to be able to count on that. The tax-free part is becoming bigger and bigger because, let's face it, as they keep raising the debt ceiling, as we see more and more government programs basically throwing free money at just about anyone, at the end of the day, the the piper's going to come calling. (laughs) And it's going to come to you and to me and to our kids. And the more we can do to shield against taxes or just avoid them altogether, legally, ethically, there's nothing dubious about this. It's just smart investing. Well, it is. It's it's actually... Like I just mentioned to you, I've got a friend in Texas who was just in, and we were finishing the last two years of his plan, and he's down, been down there now for three. And by the time he's ready to fully retire, he will be retired on tax-free income. Now, he moved to Texas, so he doesn't have to pay income tax, mm-hmm. but now he's income tax-free from the government, too, the feds. Wow, and so, uh, yeah, he's pretty happy about it. Well, that's huge, especially for a place like Texas or some of these other uh, spots where they do, I mean, obviously taxes are a part of the issue. I mean, in Texas, there's property taxes that you got to pay, and that's, mm-hmm. that works it out. But the reality is you've got a chance to pay your fair share, but then avoid as much of the, uh, the federal clawing as possible, and, uh, and that's what we're trying to help uh, people do. Uh, Dennis, I know that as we talk about uh, these tax issues, we talk about people retiring tax-free, we re- talk about these 6% returns. There's another issue that's coming up, too, especially for some of our older listeners, people with whole life insurance policies. Now, this is something you were sharing with me earlier, and I, I want to share with our listeners here, just kind of uh, do a 35,000-foot t- overview. Oftentimes we think, 
okay, I bought a whole life policy. It's got a certain value. When I pass away, I'm the, the beneficiaries will mm. get the money, and they, they're going to have a certain amount to use toward their you know, medical or whatever they're going to use. But apparently now life insurance companies, some of them, are actually not honoring that commitment to its well, fullest extent. Well, what, what has happened is, is that <clears throat> the, uh, the life insurance industry has, has gone from, from being such a uh, 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 kind of a fixed in the old stuck in the mud, you basically this is what you got. Uh, it was, I guess you could compare it to buying a Volkswagen with a stick shift in the 1960s. Well, now we're 60 years later, and that Volkswagen does everything but talk to you. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. the changes in the life insurance industry is just, it's unbelievable. And so, but people who have got life insurance policies that are 10 and 20 years old, I mean, I've been looking at them lately. And they're just not doing the things that a they were told they were going to do, mm-hmm. and b um, they just they just don't have the they just don't. I mean, let's be realistic. My my 2007 Tahoe does not have the same ingredients as my <laughs> wife's 2017 Tahoe. It just yeah. I mean that thing's got a computer. It does everything but drive the car. Right. And mine, you have to really get in and, and do what you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. um, and so whole life is one of those things where where people really need advice on a should i keep it because a lot of them are really good and yes they should b should i adjust it because hey i don't want to i don't want to become 84 and then have to and not have a life insurance policy right right and and number and and that one kind of ties into the fact that people say well you mean you mean that 84 i actually could yeah you actually could have your premiums be increasing by the time you're in your 80s because mm. of the fact that you didn't put enough money in from your 60s to your 70s. Now, that's a, that's a real uh, shock to the system for someone who's been paying into a whole life policy. Uh, they were told this is what the premium is going yeah, to be. Right. And then to hit your 79th mm-hmm. birthday and find out, oh, by the way, yeah. your premiums are going up dramatically just yeah. to try to get that benefit. I mean, what a, what a shock to the system. It sounds like Anyone with a whole life policy needs to contact Wilson Financial right now, maybe for a policy review. So you yeah, they, they definitely should. They definitely need to to do what a, a, a policy review. It, it's one of those things where where it's um, you know permanent insurance, if it's handled properly, can be one of the best things out there. And if it's not handled properly, then what happens is is you're, 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 if sometimes you'll find out that hey, I'm really mad at this the rep who sold this to me because of this and this. Well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet you that he told you about it, mm-hmm. but that was five years ago and you don't right. remember. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, but your tendency, and so, and of course that's the easy thing to do is just blame somebody else anyway. <laughs> so, and we're all good at that. Yeah. So, so the, uh, uh, but the fact is, is that there's a ton of information just in that area alone that has just come to, to fruition in the last couple of months where we looked at things for clients and says, we have to, we're actually going to put in it. We're going to do a division on just permanent insurance. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's how important it is. Well, wow, this is huge. So, again, if you're looking for steady income through your retirement years, if you're looking for uh, tax-free income in your retirement years, and you want to make sure that you've got the right life insurance uh, for your retirement years and for uh, your surviving heirs, you owe it to yourself. You 
I, you can't wait now. Call Wilson Financial. Call Dennis at 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Or just drop us a line at, at kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial and get the ball rolling there. Uh, Dennis, you got a lot going on here to kick off 2023. Well, we have a lot going on, and we're excited about it. So, and so we'll just finish by we'll see you at the movies. All right, that's right. Don't forget, you can get tickets to uh, get a free screening of the Baby Boomer Dilemma that explains the whole retirement system, 401ks, IRAs, and things that you. Here's how they work and what you should do to make sure that you're not going to get fooled when you get into retirement. Get those tickets by calling Wilson Financial. The screening is on February 25th at 11.30 a.m. Gem Theater in Garden Grove. Free popcorn, free soda. The movie doesn't have... Hot dogs, any- I'm told, too. Hot dogs. Okay, yeah. we're, we're beefing things up here. A little yeah, bit. they did. I didn't have one, but I'm having one. <laughs> I'm coming pretty next time. I'm prepared to have one. Come hungry. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. Dennis, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Hey, today. a lot of fun. Thanks, Raj. Chewie said hi. All right. Well, hi back at you, Chewy. And uh, remember, those tickets are, I mean, the, the screening for the Baby Boomer Dilemma is coming up on Saturday, February 25th. That's about a month away. But you want to get your tickets now. We had so many people calling us the day before the screening on the last performance, and we had a huge turnout. So if you want to make sure that you are a part of the Baby Boomer Dilemma screening, free showing with Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, give us a call right now at 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We have 100 seats available for the Baby Boomer Dilemma. So it's Movie Monday, so we're giving away movie tickets. Why not be the first to get on the list for those tickets? Absolutely free. It's a great documentary. It's a powerful documentary. It explains the retirement system in total. And what happens when you see the retirement system explained is you're going to have questions about your 401k, your IRA. You're going to have a question about retired or required minimum distribution, which is something that the government makes you take. Oftentimes you don't think, you think, okay, I got a 401k or an individual retirement account. I can deduct up to 15% of my income every year tax-free, right? Well, it's actually tax-deferred. So if you made $100,000 a year, you can put $15,000 in for however long you're going to do it. That plan that invests that money and you make some money on top of it. Sure, fair enough. And then you don't have to pay tax on it until you start taking it out. Well, you start doing this in your 30s and 40s, maybe even in your 50s, playing a little catch up into your 60s. By the time you hit age 70, the government says you have to start taking required minimum distributions. And you say, wait, I'm, I'm taking required minimum distributions. I'm not done ret- working. I'm not necessarily retired. I don't need the money. And the government says, tough, (laughs) go ahead and take it. And remember all those people who told you that when you got to retirement age, you'd be in a lower tax bracket anyway, so it wouldn't cost you as much. Well, guess what? For many people who retire, God has blessed you with a good pension fund. You got social security, got a little bit of IRA money coming in. You're in a higher tax bracket, at least the same. How do you retire with playing little or no income tax whatsoever? The baby boomer dilemma will raise the questions. Dennis Wilson answers those questions for you. Go see a free screening of the baby boomer dilemma. Great documentary that includes interviews with the guy who created the 401k. Why he would now say, hey, you know what? I'm not sure it was the best thing for me to do. 800-227-5278. Call Crystal Let her know you want to get your name on the list for the second screening of the Baby Boomer Dilemma. The first one was so popular with Bottom Line Show listeners. We're doing another one. It's coming up on February the 25th. And thanks to everybody who came out on January 21st. It was a ton of fun to have 
such great camaraderie and community with bottom line show listeners and some Dennis Wilson customers and, and people who had, you know, kind of made the move and said, boy, I'm sure glad we did. Other people are kind of on the fence and saying, how do I, how do I get out of my 401k and my IRA and into something that's going to be a bit easier on my pocketbook tax wise or otherwise, Dennis can explain that for you. 800-227-5278. Get your name on the list. If you need one ticket, if you need two, if you need four, uh, we've got 100 tickets to give away to this screening. The screening is not till February. It's 11.30 a.m. at uh, uh, the Gem Theater in Garden Grove. And it's free. 11.30 a.m., good old Saturday matinee, right, with free soda, free popcorn, and free hot dogs, too. Such a deal. Come hungry, leave happy. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Hey, congratulations to Eric from San Jose, Linda from Vista, and Patricia from Huntington Beach, the three winners of the three pair of tickets to go see The Chosen Season 3 season finale which is in theaters fathom events event episode seven and eight from season three are in theaters thursday feb second and friday feb third and saturday feb fourth and sunday feb fifth and monday feb sixth it's important for us to use every means possible to share the good news of the gospel today we focused exclusively on movies and media in coming days, we'll talk about other aspects where we go into all the world and preach the gospel to everyone, baptizing those who believe in that message in the name of Jesus Christ. That is the good news of the gospel. That's a great commission. And that is the bottom line.